What is up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Go To Therapy and today we got a special guest coming on. I have my lifelong bestie, soul sister, the one that's going to shock the masses here <laughs> on this podcast for those of you who know us, my girl, Kate. Hello, everyone. What up? <laughs> hello. I feel like you need a grand entrance. Like, you're not a hello, everyone no. type of gal. You're like a what I'm up, a bitch. What up? <laughs> <laughs> hello, everyone. <laughs> we'll go back to the hello. <laughs> oh, my God. That's exactly what, that's exactly what we needed. Scream mask and all. <laughs> oh, Today we are going to be talking about friendship and no. lots of laughs. Just take it over. Just take just take over my podcast. Take It'll be lots of laughs. We're going to be learning how to keep friendships, what friendships mean, and uh, all the trials we've gone through. Here's your chalkboard with your agenda. Yes. Today. I had to write down notes. I fucking love it. All right, let me just compose myself for a second. I'm tearing. I'm actually crying. (laughs) I can't even contain my excitement because, one, who would have fucking thought? No. When we were like, how long have we been friends since we were eight years old? I would say we, now that our birthdays are coming up. And we're turning 27. I'm like, I could do the math a little bit easier. And I figured we've been friends for almost 20 years. Oh my Isn't God. Isn't that crazy? That makes my heart so happy. And it makes you feel really old. Even though we're not old, but it does make uh, you yeah, feel that way. Absolutely. That's crazy. 20 freaking years of friendship. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And this one, this episode, is like so near and dear to my heart. Because one, again, going back to the who would have thought at 8 years old that I would have a podcast. Number two, that we'd be sitting on my couch in my very first apartment, even though I've been here for a little bit now, but like still, Mm -hmm. sentimental, with my first best friend. Yep. Chit-chatting about all this stuff. So like, uh. And how we made it. (laughs) (laughs) Started from the bottom now. (laughs) So, literally like taking it back to the very beginning, we've been friends since, I mean, how many times are we going to say it? Eight years old. Yep. My brain is on, like, a feedback loop of endorphins right now. She can't contain herself. <laughs> she's getting ready. Like, she's still preparing, and we're two minutes and 50 mm-hmm. seconds in. It was a slow... I feel like it was a slow start for our friendship. Didn't we... Not that we didn't like each other, but didn't we have some certain feelings about each other? All I, I feel like we thought... I thought you were mean. You thought I was mean at the very beginning. I think everybody in my... Middle school and high school career thought I was mean. Well, you always thought everyone hated you. You always... <laughs> we would have a new friend and she'd be like, she definitely, definitely hated me. me. And I'm like, no. Okay. <laughs> so that was that. But I think we had a slow start of becoming, like, getting the friendship. Because you had your friend group. I was new to the school. It was fourth grade. I was new. You had your friend and your friend group. And I tried to... <laughs> I tried to get right into it. She's open. <laughs> and then, I feel like then after that, we just slowly just started to become closer and closer. I remember, like, my memory starts in middle school, I Me feel too. like. Sixth grade is kind of one. And I have a picture in my head of us stuffing ourselves in a locker in our lacrosse gear. Yes. Like, we were literally sitting in the locker, and somebody took a picture of us, and we are just, like, thumbs up, smiling. Oh, yes. And, yeah, that's that's what I remember. And that was, like, yes. what starts it all in this memory here. Because we would literally do everything together. Played sports together just for the sake of, like, guys, I played field hockey for Kate. Can we just talk about that for a <laughs> that second? That is true. Like, no part of, no fiber of my being enjoyed field hockey. But, like, it was just something that we could do together. Yes. And Kate got in trouble all the fucking time yep if anyone's listening that was on our team i'm sorry for always making you guys run because i did stupid things lap and lap i was always told to go take a lap so i apologize to everyone but i helped us all shed at least 10 pounds from the amount of running we did absolutely and then lacrosse season which i thoroughly enjoyed but 
Yeah, field hockey was something. Lacrosse was fun until it wasn't. But yeah. <laughs> field hockey was pure torture. I was only there because of you. Mm-hmm. And I always think, like I said, when I think back of our friendship, like you could tell how long it's been by who we've gone through. <laughs> as mean as that's and weird as that sounds. We just ran through all we these just, We were always trying to form a group of three, but it always just ended up being me and you. And Honestly, me. you're right, though. You're right, because we had... And, like, no need to go through the list of them. But, like, we really did have so many different people. And sometimes, like, even more than three. Yeah. We had our groups. And even though we're still friends with them and you still talk to them more than me, I don't really talk to anyone. But you still have them as friends. They were just never as close as we were in those moments. Exactly. I feel like everybody who knew us, even, like, beginning in middle school, but especially in high school... Like, where there was Kate, there was Janelle. And yes. where there was Janelle, there was Kate. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was it. Yeah. The parties, the sleepovers. I've never had someone who I would sleep over the house, wake up, and be like, I'm going to sleep over again. Like, I would always want to go home. And, nope, I was like, hey, I'm going to stay for the whole week. If exactly. you don't mind. You're going to adopt me for the week. And then yep. I'm going to go stay over Kate's house yes. for the next week. And, yeah, yes. we're going to rinse repeat. You were one of the first that my mom ever let me sleep over. Actually, I think you were the first. Probably. My mom. We walked in like Shark Tank. We walked in. We're like, I'm like, here, here she is. Uh, I'm going to sleep over her house. Her parents are good people. PowerPoint presentation <laughs> as to why. I'm glad you agree because I'm doing it anyway. Yep. <laughs> and it turned out our moms got along too. Because exactly. my mom would stay till like 1 in the morning talking to your mom. And I'm like, go the F home. It's my sleepover. But exactly. okay. <laughs> Nobody invited you. Yes. I'm like, uh, go home. But sure. And then even like... Your mom would ride her bike and like around my area because yeah. Kate and I live super close to each other. We used to walk to each other's houses and walk quite literally everywhere. Yep, that in our neighborhood that we grew up in. Yeah, nowhere we, we didn't explore. No, <laughs> we literally. went everywhere. We just trekked it in all types of freaking weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Got ourselves into some questionable situations. Yes, our meetups were. For some reason, on the side of the highway, it was always right in the middle. You would think we were drug dealers. You would. You would. <laughs> We've been asked to get into people's cars before, so stranger danger really does exist. Um, but I also feel like things aren't that way now. Like, people no. would never let their kid do what we did. And honestly... Were we allowed to? Not even that we were allowed to. We just had enough freedom where we could push it. Yes, that is true. And we pushed it. They thought we were walking around the block, but... Little did they know the block was across the highway. Literally. <laughs> it was like, yes, we asked to walk around the block. I just didn't tell you what block it was. In our defense. The <laughs> next know. town over. Yes. Go we would stay after school for what? I don't know. We would just hang out at the playgrounds. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Or like get food and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when 7-Eleven popped up, that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the dollar pizza. <laughs> yeah. We would just go and... Had nowhere to go. Exactly. <laughs> we would just go. But, like, literally inseparable. And then I feel like high school is when life really starts to hit us. Yes. Like, in middle school, we were just, like, kids, whatever, messing around, having to run laps at field hockey, playing lacrosse, tripping people. Remember, we always used to trip people with our sticks or our foot. Yes. <laughs> Remember, we used to pants everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I am sorry if we, <laughs> we pantsed you. We were literally stupid. Yeah, we were. Stupid. <sighs> But then, like, I feel like high school is when, again, like, life really started to sink in and hit us. It's like, we started going through things like first mm-hmm. boyfriends and relationships, first breakups, like, mental health struggles, losing people in our lives, and, like, mm-hmm. a lot of things that are difficult to deal with in that phase of life, and, like, you were my person throughout all of that, yes. you know what I mean? But I feel like that period of time is what sticks out most in my mind because Mm -hmm. it's like we were inseparable it didn't matter like who else was in our lives Mm -hmm. boyfriend girlfriend not girlfriend but like girl that's a friend (laughs) um and okay if you have them but it just like wasn't our vibe you know um we were each other's girlfriends exactly (laughs) we always said i'm like damn it Janelle. only i like girls we could be together exactly um it didn't matter because like at the end of the day i always had my bestie you Mm -hmm. know Yes. And same thing with the whole high school thing. I feel like 
10th grade, I want to say, 10th and 11th, we kind of had, we started, I hate to say find ourselves because I feel like you never actually find yourself. But I feel like we, even though we were inseparable and we were kind, basically the same person, came like middle of high school, we kind of started having different interests mm-hmm. and that's kind of where we did ended up not separating but losing kind of touch but then we like like a rubber band we just snapped right back to each other yeah it was like being in other groups i was like oh my god no i need janelle she no one understands me like her exactly yeah and i also like i didn't really know anything other than you yeah so i felt like for me if there was ever that moment of time where i didn't have that it was Mm -hmm. always a comparison to that Mm -hmm. because like you were my first best friend, yeah. and I also feel like I didn't realize it now then, but I realize it now is like we created this like soul sister type of bond yeah. that is once in a lifetime. I think that soulmates don't necessarily have to be a romantic partner. Uh-huh. I a hundred percent agree. You are my soulmate. Yep. And it's like once you have that, <laughs> and you're lucky hurt. enough to experience <laughs> that, you don't you don't always get that again. You know, no. it's so rare to come across that, and I think that. It's something that I've experienced time and time again because, I mean, Kate and I will get into it, but it's like, there's a period of time where we didn't have each other in each other's lives. Mm -hmm. And to me, experiencing that, there was always like some kind of void, you know? Mm -hmm. And exactly what you mean by like, even the dark days, we'll call it, of when we didn't have each other, you do compare. Like, I had other friends, I started, but they'll never... There was never that bond. Yeah. I would never feel as comfortable as I did with you. Never was able to tell them everything with you. There's all... And there's really even no way to describe it. When you find your person, your soulmate, it's like... You don't think you're just you. Exactly. Like, together. And, like, I feel like with other people, I always felt like I had to entertain. I always had to be careful what I said. Mm-hmm. Who can, I could share this part of my life. I could be deep with this person, but I can't. Yeah. Whereas a soul sister, you get everything. And I never had to think with you. I just was me. I think that's so perfectly worded because I think that for me, it was very hard to understand that different people do different things in mm-hmm. your life because you were always all of one for me. Like, <sighs> there. <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Um, There was never a moment where I walked away from one of our hangouts or conversations and questioned what I did, said, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I never felt judgment from you. I never felt like I had to put on any type of front. I never felt like I had to entertain. Like, we would literally just sit on your twin bed for hours (laughs) and do nothing. And, like, sometimes not even have to speak. Or we would sit in the Mm -hmm. couches, like, sit on the couches in your den and watch freaking the murder mystery channel you're <laughs> 14 years what? old and not speak yeah. like and it was just it didn't matter it was like we were just sharing each other's space and like that was comfortable and all of that so i think that exactly what you said if you don't have your soulmate if you don't have your soul sister if you don't have your person yes it's okay that people serve different purposes mm-hmm. in your life but if you have that and then you experience a period of time where you don't you're always going to look for that person who's one of one, who, like, does it all and has that perfect package. And I know I struggled with that. Yeah, I definitely did. And there's really no way to explain this, too. It's, like, I know, like, I can't see myself and whatever. But, like, with when I didn't have you, like, it didn't feel like me. Like, we were talking about the voids, but it's, like, not that you're always standing next to me, but when I would, like, look in the mirror and stuff, I knew you weren't in my life. In that certain time. Mm -hmm. And it's just like I didn't look like me anymore. Like it was just like, you know how couples always say, oh, you're the better half. You're a missing part of me. That's kind of what it is. It's like I knew there was something missing and not there. Yeah. And it's like my vision wasn't like my life and what I was looking at wasn't real. And now that I see you sitting here now, I'm like, Oh my God, this is, this is life. This is my, Oh, she gets me <laughs> yeah. all the way this up. I'm supposed to be looking <laughs> Make this at. head bigger, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna be able to fit like the door. this is familiar and this is my life. And like when you weren't around, I was like, Oh, something's wrong. Something's yeah. gone. Yeah. Cause when we were younger, we like, 
quite literally planned our entire lives yes. out together. And there was never a point in time where I thought my future did not include Kate. Mm-hmm. So it's like talking about moving out, where we talked about living together. We talked about creating families together and yeah. all that stuff. And it was just like, again, never a moment in time of the future that I would envision my life without you. And life throws you twists and turns at mm-hmm. every angle. Like, obviously, there's no planning things out and things working out exactly how you anticipated and I think I know that now more than ever Mm -hmm. but it's just so crazy for me to think back and like to be so young and like honestly naive and so sure of something because that's the type of security that you provided for me and then at there was a point in our lives where we didn't talk for how many like four four years five years I think it was that was just pregnant So yeah, I want to say like four years. Like four years. And I would say it's to no fault of either of us. Yeah. I think we were just in very different places in our lives. Mm -hmm. And I think that our friendship, because we had drifted and then we had came back together. Yeah. And even at that point in time, like things just didn't feel the same for us. Mm Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm speaking on behalf of us, but, you know. <laughs> it's okay. We're allowed to do that to oh, each other. We are one. <laughs> we are one. But, girl, feel free to interject. <laughs> no, okay. Um, I just think, like, it was different for us. And I don't know exactly what that was. It, yeah. it must have been a combination of, like, us being a little lost at that point in our lives separately. Mm-hmm. And being in different phases of each other's lives. And then there was just a, a complete, like, shift where we were growing but in different directions entirely yeah and there was never a point in time and I've said this to every single person that I've spoken to about you and our friendship where I felt negatively about you like never there was always like I hope she's doing so well and like I would always think about you and like I would hope that your marriage is thriving and I would hope that Mm -hmm. Isla was doing amazing and hope that you're doing amazing and like there was always just uh I'm on the sidelines but I'm still cheering her the fuck on like I don't know I can't see what's happening on the game on the playing field right now but like I'm rooting for her yeah every step of the way I'm rooting for her and like that's just how I felt throughout the whole time you know yeah I definitely agree it was like 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 I picture as a waves like I felt like at that point in time I was getting crashed by a fairly new job Trying to move up in my job. I was newly pregnant. Getting bad news about my pregnancy. All stuff like that. And I will take responsibility in the aspect that it was... I had no idea how to handle it. And really what a mature and now I realize person should have done is... You turn to your best friend Mm. for all that and stuff. But instead I feel like my personality or my toxic trait was to show myself off like I not cut you off but kind of like didn't reach out I kind of kept to myself because I just felt like rocks were just piling on me and that's kind of what drifted because that wasn't fair to you because you were like hey I want to help I want to get in there I want to be part of this but I felt like I was shutting you out and I don't blame you at all for kind of just being like all right let's let me step back and then that's what happened with the drift Mm-hmm. And that's what split us. And again, same thing. I was like, I was told about your family. It's like my heart knew it was separated from yours because I felt like that that ache was always there. Mm-hmm. Like day and day, I was like, oh my God. Like my heart knew it was separated yeah. from you. And it was like a breakup. It really was like yeah. a breakup. Honestly, like no part of me can say that it was easy. I think it was... No. Although I can now look at it and you know, say these things, like, I was always cheering her on, I was always Mm -hmm. happy for her, and all that stuff, it's still, like, a grieving and a mourning process of somebody who you literally shared such fundamental parts of your (laughs) life with, like, we literally grew up together, and there's nobody else that I can say that I did that with, Mm -hmm. so it was, like, at the end of the day, like, I had all these questions, I'm like, was that her purpose in my life, did she serve her purpose in my life, like, can I close this chapter, and it just never felt like the ends could be tied up for me no like it always felt like something was missing and my mom had always said it too she would mm-hmm. always ask me about you and I'm like mom like you know we haven't talked <laughs> the next amount of years like what is going on here you're just making me sad yeah but she would always say like she knew before I did she's like I feel like Kate affects other aspects of your life like other relationships that you have mm-hmm. with people and all that stuff because like 
that chapter was never closed. I'm like, but mom, it was. And she's like, "Mm, not quite. Yeah. And now that I have you in my life again, I 100% agree. Hindsight is 2020. Mm Mm-hmm. It wasn't closed. No. Because it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. It's like a gut feeling, I feel like is the best way to explain it. Like, when I, whenever I would think about it, I'm like, oh, I don't have my friend anymore. I don't have, like, someone to, like, talk to and stuff like that. Like, my gut was like, no, it's not over. And that's when I was telling, when we reconnected and I told you, I kind of took that space to grow. Like, I needed that growth. I needed to be because... <laughs> not to be mean, but out of everyone in my life that could be taken away, you were the last person I feel like I could physically handle being. So I felt like when you were removed from my life, I was really at a low. Like, I could lose, <laughs> not to be mean, other people, but you, it was, a, it was a sting. It was like no one else could compare. So it was losing you, I hit the low. And I feel like that's when my growth happened Mm -hmm. was when I was able to realize adjust me as a person and then I was able to come back being my full me again because I felt like I lost it for a while who I was and now I think through like all the growth and learning that I've done too is because like we were very much on separate paths that somehow brought us back together, which mm-hmm. we'll get to. Like, this crazy, beautiful story that is yes. ours. My heart. Like, oh, my God. All the feels. <laughs> um, I can appreciate now that you needed to do that for yourself. Mm-hmm. And although it was difficult for me to understand what I couldn't see or what wasn't yeah. explained at the time, it's like, if that's what you needed to do to be your best self, great. Mm-hmm. But also know that, like, you're never going to go through that shit alone again. Yeah. You know? And now I think that you realize, as a matured woman... Yes. You don't have to. Have to, It's yep. like, you don't have to buckle down and hide yourself from the world and go through things alone. You can lean into the people that care about you because they care about you and are able to, like, not do the work for you, but at least give you, like, a little bit of encouragement. Yeah. Like, girl, you got this. Well, it's like I this got podcast... You. Go to therapy. You were my therapy, and I didn't know. I didn't go to it. I just avoided it. <laughs> she said, "Bitch, I didn't sign up for all this." <laughs> I was like, "Damn," but um, no, it's true. Yeah, and then we got back together, and it is true. It's like it. It's like we never skipped a beat. Like it Literally. was just as soon as our first meetup. Not spoiler alert was at a coffee shop when we first reconnected. And as soon as I walked in and I saw you, it was like, you know those emotions just come fluttering back? It was like nothing. It's like I saw you last week. Yeah. I was like, hey! Like, like what's I didn't now? feel what's uncomfortable. I didn't feel like awkward or scared. I just dove right in. Exactly. I was like, hello, hello. Literally, <laughs> none of that. Do we want to get into how we reconnected? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Go off, queen. Okay. <laughs> you so, give your perspective and then I'll give mine. Okay. So my personal growth to me was... Um, starting to find religion. I never, I, I always grew up with religion, um, but it was about a year or two ago is when it really hit me. Um, I came to Christ a lot more than, and strong than I used to, and I follow him so much better. And I felt like, so for the past year before we reconnected, I, I felt like Jesus has just kept giving me dreams. So I kept having dreams and they were not nice dreams. They were always pretty bad um and it was usually Janelle ended up dying in most of these dreams yes and it was just it was just like and then it was always your mom coming up to me like come on why didn't you talk to her why didn't we whatever and I felt like there was one that was like so real and this was a year of having you on my heart like always someone telling me whether whatever you believe in Telling me, like, go talk to her. But I was so stubborn. And I think it was also a guilt. I felt so guilty because I was like, well, I'm the reason why we distanced. So I felt like I had no right to reach out to you. But it was that this one dream that was so real that I was like, you know what? I can't ignore it anymore. So I wrote her a whole message explaining, like, why I'm reaching out and... All the stuff saying I'm here if you ever want to talk. Because I didn't know what the meaning of the dream was. Was there something mentally going on with you? Like what was going on that was really pushing this? So I was like you could talk to me. And it was on 
Facebook. And I was like, I don't even know if she uses Facebook because I don't, I share memes on Facebook once in a while. Like, I'm like a mole. Like, I come up, I pop up, I share a handful of memes, I go back down. That's what it is. And I'm like, I don't even know what if she uses analogy. that. Let's <laughs> just talk about that. I'm like a mole. I, mean, I pop up and I go back in. Yep. I'm like a little sprinkle here of joy and a laughter. Little razzle dazzle. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. And okay. then I went back in and I was like, I don't even know. So then after I sent it, it was like a week or two that passed. And I was thinking about taking it back. I'm like, does Facebook let you uh, delete things? <laughs> I was like, I shoot my shot. And she was like, <laughs> so I was nervous. So I was like, I'm going to, and I was actually praying. And I was like, why did you make me reach out to her if she's not even going to write back to me? I'm like, how freaking rude is that? <laughs> I was like, this can't be real. And I just kept feeling Jesus saying, no, just wait. Just wait. And I did. And thank God I did. And thank God I didn't take anything back because she wrote back. (laughs) And then we ended up having a few paragraphs sent back. And then we're like, let's just meet in person. Like, it's not. This is too much and too important to be written over text. Yes. Heavy. So, from my perspective... I was visiting my parents, this was around the holidays, and I had re-downloaded Facebook because I found my apartment now via Facebook, mm-hmm. so I like wanted to see what the market was like in North Carolina, I always like think about moving there and blah blah blah, I was there around the holidays missing my family, so I'm like, let me see what's, what's going on, what's up mm-hmm. down here in North Carolina, right? And I kid you not, like I pop on Facebook once Maybe a quarter, maybe like you're a mole. semi-annually. <laughs> I'm the real definition of a mole, <laughs> actually. Um, and it's usually just to like look somebody up that I couldn't find on Instagram. And then I'm off. Like I delete the app from my phone. I'm like one of those. Like don't even have it there, right? So I download it and I had two messages on Messenger. And I, I usually like never download Messenger either because I'm like, I don't fucking know. It's probably like some aunt that I don't talk to or cousin. Like yeah. long, Whatever. There's probably some some crazy shit that I don't need to see. But, like, something was telling me to just download Mm -hmm. Messenger. So I did. And I was sitting at my parents' dining room table. My mom was in the kitchen. And I was like, Mom? (laughs) And she was like, what? And I was like, tell me why I'm looking at a message from Kate right now. And she was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And, like, the whole idea of me being with my parents in North Carolina around the holidays, seeing this message... It was, like, two weeks later, but, girl, you lucky it was only two weeks, <laughs> yeah. not two years. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? So I'm reading this message. I'm like, I gotta respond now. I said, no, I can't respond now. I'm not ready. Yeah. I'm like, I'm reading the message. I'm like, mom. Like, she's like, what are you gonna say? I was like, I don't know. I'm yeah. just like, oh, my God. Like, feeling all the feels because, like. And that's what it was like writing it, too. I kept changing things, adding things. I'm, like, rereading it 12 times. I'm exactly. Like, ah! You're like, did you say what you need to yeah. say? you got to say something else. Like, oh, my God. There was so much running through my mind. But really, the thing that I can pin it down to is I was just so happy and thankful that you reached out. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't really matter what the, the content said in the message. Mm-hmm. I was like, I never expected that. Yeah. Like, I genuinely did not expect you to reach out to me because of the nature of our friendship prior to that. I was like, she's stubborn. She's not going to do it. Like, it's been this long. Like, it's never going to happen. After uh, year three passes, you're kind of like, all right. Yeah. It'd be like that sometimes. (laughs) So I was just like, oh my God. Like, I just knew that there was going to be some kind of shift. Yeah. And I was just like, so thankful and so here for it. So I responded back to you. And like you said, we had like some exchanges back and forth. And like, we talked about the dreams and we talked about you coming to God and like all these things that were like amazing to me because I was just so happy. Like, I was proud of you for doing what you needed to do for you. And I was just happy that God had put that on your heart to to reach out to me. And it's like, of course I was... Like, it's crazy that it had to happen this way, and it's crazy that you had to get to that point where you were, like, uncomfortable with, like, the way that he was communicating with you, but it's, like, I really do think that the world is all interconnected, and, like, listeners, whatever you believe in, like, Mm -hmm. great, but I think that's the perfect example of that, like, there's people in your life who are not meant to leave, there's people in your life who are meant to stay, and it doesn't matter what paths you may have walked on together or separately, 
for you, like you're that person that was meant to be in my life and that moment just solidified it for me and I Mm. just knew that everything would be fine after that. So we shared those couple of messages. I was like, I'm in North Carolina now, but like would love to meet up the second I get home and that's literally exactly Mm. what we did. Um, We made plans. We hung out in a coffee shop for like four, almost like five fucking hours. And everyone stared at us because they wanted that table. It was so crowded. We're like, "Uh, I can't have it. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to sit this real slow today, okay? (laughs) Like, I was just, honestly, felt, like you said before, like myself again. Yeah. I was like, this is incredible. I never expected this. Like, my heart was just all forms of happy that it could possibly be. felt complete. Like, that's how we were saying before. We're like... Like, when we first connected, we're like, why do we feel whole again? Well, we knew why we felt whole exactly. again, but it's like, it's just you felt c- together. Like, I felt together. Yeah. I was like, oh, there it was. <laughs> and, like, for me, everything came full circle because there would be moments where I'm like, how was I not there for Isla being born? Or mm-hmm. how was I not there when she bought the house? And, like, all that stuff. Like, those big milestone moments yep. that we talked about. Like, and it would hurt because it's like, you know, we planned yeah, those things and they didn't happen. And why didn't they happen? And trying to fill in the blanks and all those things. But then, like, I'm sitting across from me and you're showing me pictures of Isla and it doesn't feel like I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it doesn't feel like I missed those moments because, in a way, I was there in a different capacity. Mm-hmm. Because... I'm sure you feel this way too. Like, I always feel like I have parts of you with me and I'm sure you always feel like you have parts of me with you. It's like, you shaped the person that I am today because of the role that you played from the time I was eight years old up until, you know, we stopped talking however many years ago. Mm -hmm. So, if not for anything else, like, I will, you will always be a part of me because of that, you know? Agreed. And like, how you don't feel like you missed out, like you were there. Same thing with you and this girl is a boss bitch. Like, she's her own everything. So, I feel like I didn't miss part of watching you grow into your career. And, like, oh my gosh, the fact that you have your own apartment. Like, that's just so crazy to me. (laughs) But it, I don't feel like I missed out because we planned this together. You know what I mean? Like, we've always talked about this. And I feel like it's because of that, I feel like I was there. Like, Mm -hmm. with you. And, like, I know you at your core, and you know me at my core, and Mm -hmm. it's like, I wouldn't expect anything different from our lives. Like, I wouldn't expect you to have anything different than, like, the most sweet, amazing, crazy, outgoing daughter who's, like, a ball of freaking energy, (laughs) like, in the best form. I wouldn't expect anything other than your crazy ass to be moving down south with your husband and your marriage thriving, like, all the things, like... You know, I would expect nothing less, and I feel like you feel the same for me. Like, I would expect nothing less than her, like, crushing dreams and goals and, like, doing all these things because we knew each other at our most, like, core and fundamental Mm. aspects. So, yeah, as a person, have I grown so much in the last three or four years? Abso-fucking-lutely. Yeah. But it's, like, when we're doing this, when we're just sitting on the couch and, like, shooting the shit and being each other, like, we are still who we were when we were 12 years old. Mm Mm-hmm. And I always think... (laughs) Sorry, how do I say this in an, uh, an appropriate way? <laughs> so you know how they always say, like, when, you ha- when you're when you with your first um, sexually. They <laughs> Girl, like, where is this going? They always say, like, <laughs> we do have the explicit on the podcast, so we good. Um, they always say, like, you're bonded with that person. I feel like the equivalent to that is us sitting on your bed with a roll of toilet paper because we're crying so much that we need a full roll of toilet paper. Literally. Eating food, trying to cry and say how, like, miserable we were, but also eating, stuffing our faces, making sure we were full, and, like I said, using that toilet paper. And I'm like, it's that memory will always burn in my head. Honestly, that's the equivalent of losing your virginity. (laughs) (laughs) That's our friendship virginity. Uh Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Anytime we had a mental breakdown, there was a roll of toilet paper. We never had fucking tissues. No, we never did. <laughs> never did. <laughs> never had a box of tissues. To this day, there has never been a box of tissues in this apartment. It's a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's a need now at this point. Like, it's a necessity in more yes. ways than one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so... But that's what it is. You need to have, if you if you think you found your soulmate, your friend's soulmate, you cry together. That solidifies it. It's <laughs> a roll of toilet paper yes. and some good food. Yeah. On good the food. bed, 
Dominoes. That was always our thing. Dominoes was our ordering. thing. Yeah. When I would uh, answer the door on that, your sister would. It was your had to be your sister's. I really hope it wasn't yours. That baby toy. Remember you were like, I dare you to open the door yes, for pizza, and I Jenna's. like rolled on the thing, and yes, I was. <laughs> it was Jenna's. We would literally get it like so late at night too, We'd, like, mm-hmm. and now I don't even stay up past like ten p.m. <laughs> oh my god, but. Now, like having you back in my life and like feeling like we haven't skipped a beat and all those different things, I feel like that was a healing for me that one, I didn't know I needed. Mm -hmm. And two, like it's healing that I feel like I didn't have to work for. I don't know if you feel that way either. Like I have done so much fucking work in therapy, out of therapy with so many different challenges to the point where I'm sitting on my floor and I'm like, life I don't want to grow anymore if this is what it is. Like, this shit is hard. It's uncomfortable. Like, I'm done growing for a little bit. Like, you know, I don't need to heal. We're fine. (laughs) We're just going to stay here, right? Like, we're good. But with this, it's like the simple fact of just having you a part of my life again Mm. and being able to experience our friendship at this phase of life. But like a 360, like, everything makes sense. Nothing fucking matters. It's like this literal, like whirlwind of bliss that I didn't even know I needed which is like so incredible well that's a I always like I got home after our first um meetup and I was with my husband and I was just like I feel like the biggest thing that like I'm taking from even all our years of friendship I'm like is oh my god I'm so thankful how forgiving you are I was like here comes the tears. Okay, hold up. Here we go. We're saying it together. I also have something in my eye, so it actually will work for my benefit to get something out of my eye. But also, but that's what I said. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm just so thankful that she, like you said, you didn't have to work for it. Like I, like I was prepared to, like, I'm like, oh, this is probably, I'll probably be on a probation period. I'm like, she's probably going to not tell me things, not get close to me make us build that friendship again and I was like not that I wasn't willing to do it I'm like I hope we don't have to do it yeah I'm like but I am willing to do it but I felt like you were just so forgiving off the bat and I've known you through many relationships with people and I knew you were that easily slayed (laughs) I know I was like oh my gosh I've seen what she's been like with past relationships I know what she's capable of I'm like I'm scared but okay I'll do it (laughs) she worth it yes (laughs) but uh I didn't have to do it I felt like you were just like all right okay let's yeah dive back into it yeah and I think like for me that period of time where we didn't talk is like I never thought it was your fault I never thought that Like, Mm -hmm. I just never thought negatively of the situation. Yeah. Of course there was hurt that was there, and I'm sure there were periods where I was, like, angry that it happened. Yeah. But I was never angry at you, because there was never no blow... Never no. There was never a blowout. There was never any animosity or, like, any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know? So, it was never, like, fuck this chick. Like, she's gotta earn it now if she wants to come back in my life. It was literally never that. Yeah. It was always, like... I said, cheering from the silence, hoping that you're doing so well, and, like, I didn't even realize it during those years that we didn't talk, but, like, there was always a still small voice inside that's like, I freaking hope she comes back. Yeah. Like, I freaking hope that this isn't what this story is supposed to look like and how it's supposed to end and Mm -hmm. all that stuff, so I'm just so thankful that we are able to now continue on this journey that we've been on. It's Mm -hmm. like, that was just such a small portion of our lives. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you really think about it, yep. When we're talking about 20 years of friendship, mm. like, to go four years without talking. Because yeah. we're never doing that ever again. No, it's we're literally never, never happening. We're never going without each other. <laughs> if I have to sew you to my freaking arm, I will. We will <laughs> never get away it from It doesn't another. matter. Because, yeah. like, I also think we're at a place in life and maturity where, regardless, we're going to make it work. Yeah. It's like, if something happens and, like, something's going on we're adults it's like if you need space great but you can only have so much of that and then I'm knocking down the store and I'm figuring out what's going on and you're gonna go through it with me it's like yes you can have your time yes but you can only have so much time but come back (laughs) I'll look away for a minute but you know I'm still here though yeah I'm still here well that's like the best advice to give whoever's listening with friendships and stuff be forgiven because you're only hurting yourself honestly 
if you're being stubborn and being like, well, you know, I'm going to go through this alone or I'm not going to burn in someone or so like that's just, you're just hurting yourself. And also the people that care about you, you are never going to be a burden to yeah. them ever. Like anybody in my life has heard me say it and I hope they know it in their heart, soul and spirit is like, I am always here. It does not matter what the issue is like if I care about you then I'm here and yeah. like you do not have to go through a dark time alone you do you never have to feel like you have to hide that part of yourself away from me like that's what makes you you and I care about you yeah so like let's hash that shit out let's walk through it together like it doesn't matter and you more than anybody else because it's like I've seen all of you for the last freaking 20 years of your life yeah so every single phase like we have walked those dark moments together before it's so there should never be a moment where you feel like okay I have to put the mask on now and like hide it from her like no there's nothing you can do or say that's going to change my opinion of you which is so incredibly high (laughs) has always been Mm -hmm. and will like that that's not coming off the shelf (laughs) I can't reach it (laughs) I can't reach it it's not coming down you know, right. she is drilled into the wall, <laughs> into the fucking support beam yep. with these fucking massive screws. She's not coming yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, it's hard to, again, for anyone who's listening, if you did ever have to, cause like even now I think about like, you know, where you're starting to get in a new relationship with someone and I just keep thinking, I'm like, okay, well what if this is the one for her and I'm going to be part of her wedding and then like part of me is like, well, I don't deserve to be your maid of honor. Not that I'm just automatically placing myself as your maid of honor. I'm just inviting myself. Or like matron if we wanted to do that because you have a sister. But um, just placing myself. But I like I just feel like I'm like, oh, well, do I deserve it? Because not that I had a wedding, but eloped and all this stuff. And I felt like you weren't part of it and stuff. So I'm just like, well, I'm like, maybe I should not be part of her wedding. Let her have her own thing. Like, to get even. Like, I'm getting even no. for you. Yes. No. And, like, to me, there is no keeping score. Because yeah. I mean it when I say, like, although I wasn't physically there, I still feel like I was a part of all yeah. those things. Just because I was a part of creating Kate, essentially. Yeah. And you were a part of creating me. Like, yeah. you shaped my life. My life. My <laughs> life. <laughs> Can we get a, a sound check? <laughs> um, <laughs> you shaped my life in ways that, like... I don't think you'll ever understand yeah. because I'm the one who experienced that because of you, you know? And it's like, that's the power of friendship to me is that's the power of your soul sister. Like the person that it has, it's just this inexplainable bond Mm -hmm. is what's understood doesn't have to be explained. Yeah. Like there's never a moment that you have to prove yourself to me. There's never a moment where you have to like earn any place or position in my life. It's like, we already put in the sweat equity, baby. Yeah, we did. We, we did. already been there, done that. It's yep. like, this is for everything at this point. Like, mm-hmm. we got matching friendship rings. We do. I don't know about we y'all do. and your friends, but like, we <laughs> have these. I did propose to her with the ring pop. Yeah, so I had to return the favor. <laughs> <laughs> so like, we solidified that shit a long time ago. Yeah. You know? So, we good. We smooth sailing. There is no, like, to me... Keeping score wouldn't mean what we have with one another, you know? Yeah. Like, there, I would never make you feel like you have to earn some shit in my yeah. life. Like, we're part of each other's lives because we want to be. Yeah. At the end of the day. And, and we were meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you decide not to, we were meant to be. There's no, there's no questioning that. I mean, there really is no escaping at this no. point. <laughs> you can rub, but you can't hide. Yeah, exactly. I don't find Jess. <laughs> Exactly. Because again, like now we're at a place in our lives and, and maturity where one, we will make it work. And if it's not working, I feel like we could call our asses out. Yeah. And be like, what? We do have that communication, which is really key for friendship. You got to be able to call each other out. Yeah. And you have to just be flexible. It's like, yeah. I think now what I realize more than ever is life ebbs and flows. And for me, it's very hard to understand how a friendship is or a relationship is and then mold with it as mm-hmm. time changes. Like, I think the most difficult thing for me was even supporting you in that era of life because I'm like, okay, her life is changing in a direction in which mine isn't changing yet. And, like, I don't know what to do about that. Yeah. Because that changes us. Mm -hmm. And, like, for me to accept that there's nothing wrong with that, I think what I was enabled to at that point in time. Mm -hmm. And that's still something that's so, like, difficult for me. Yeah. To understand, like, 
yeah, sometimes things are going to be not as expected or not mm-hmm. the same, but that doesn't mean that they're bad or wrong or whatever. Yeah. You know? Even when we reconnected, I feel like I was going through another, like, my storm stopped. And then all of a sudden we reconnected and moving and buying a house and all of that crazy shenanigans. It was, like, waves again, crashing yeah. on top. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I always like to do my daily, well, my weekly check-in. I'm like, just to let you know that, like, even though, because I used to not do that. But, like, to let you know, like, I learned from because of what, like, made us drift and stuff. Hey, my life is a shit show right now, but I'm still thinking about you. You're still in my head. I want to know everything's going on with you is good, but just know I'm going crazy. I'm gonna. Girl, I feel important. Yeah, I do. I feel like I am taken care of in this friendship, (laughs) and I love that for us because the thing is, like, I don't need you to be up my ass. Like we're adults, like we're busy, and it's like, girl, if you want to come here every damn day, you're welcome, but you don't have to. You know, like, Mm -hmm. and I love that. Like, I love having that dynamic back. I love having that lover level. Oh my god, we need to. I need a moment. (laughs) I need something. That's why I was stretching my voice before this. (laughs) (laughs) I should have took you up on that. Um, We have that level of comfortability with one another. Mm -hmm. I just feel like. Our time apart has allowed us to grow so much together in ways which we didn't realize until mm-hmm. we, like, got back together again. Yeah. Which is such a beautiful thing. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful. Yep. I recommend breaking up with all your friends and then getting back. <laughs> just, just cut getting, all of them off. Just cut all of them <laughs> off. Uh, grow. Uh, bottom out. And then reconnect. <laughs> Y'all really gonna know if it's real when you yeah. bottom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <sighs> no, don't bring up with your friends. Yeah. Moral of the story is like cherish the people that are in your life. Mm-hmm. I think everybody truly plays their position. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer that not everybody is meant to be in your life forever or mm-hmm. sometimes not even a long time. But the little asterisk there is some people are. Mm-hmm. And you are that person for me. Yes. Like I know now, definitive, no question, no doubt in mm-hmm. my mind. Like we're you being were buried to- next to each other. <laughs> On top of each other, probably. <laughs> if we're being honest. <laughs> that is very true. Or if we're cremated, the ashes are getting mixed together. Our husbands could be next. Yes. We're going to be on top. We're going to be together. So. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. some people are meant to be in your life forever. And, like, that's a beautiful thing. Even if there are moments in time where you think that, mm-hmm. you know, nope. It's the end of your road. And my mom always said that to me. She's like, you never know. And I'm like, mom, I think I know at this point. Yeah. And then <laughs> Jennifer loves a good I told you so. Yeah. I was just she like... does. She's like, I knew it. And yeah. I said, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you are experiencing anything with a friend and your gut is saying it's not the end or your gut is like kind of like tugging you, your heart's like pulling you closer, listen do that yeah because you found your soulmate not every friend's gonna be your soulmate and you'll know because they're like we were saying before earlier we were like you just can't be deep with them like then they're not your soulmate yeah if if you can't be funny with them you're they're not yours if you can't be all phases of yourself Mm -hmm. even the parts that you don't like yeah then they're not your person yeah and i feel bad for everyone out there who doesn't have their person best friend but they're out there and yeah, and listen to your heart and follow it when things are getting rough with them. Yeah. You just don't give up on it. Cause. Yeah, like don't be prideful and just say like, mm-hmm. oh, we haven't talked for this long. Like we're never going to talk yeah, again. Yeah, it's too late now. Yeah, Like no. no, no. The person that's meant to be in your life will be in your life. And it's like put yourself out on the line. I think I've said this a million times to, I know I've said it to people in my life, probably on this podcast too. It's like life is too short to wonder what if, what could have been. Say what you mean, say it loud, tell the people that you care about them that you care about them, and put it out on the line, because mm. what's the worst that can happen, is they don't reciprocate it? Well, that's how I felt when I was like, oh my god, she's not answering. It's rough, but yeah, the worst that could have happened was you just never answer it, and it's like, okay, then You whatever. did everything yes. you could. Like, yes. if you want to put your head on the pillow at the end of the night yes. and know that, like, you did what you needed to do for you, and you said how you felt, and yes. you were being true to yourself... Even if the outcome is not what you expected, like, that should be your answer and that should be enough. But, like, I fucking hope it works out for everybody. I I freaking hope it works out for everybody the same way that it did for us because 
like I said, the healing that I didn't know I needed, the healing that I feel like I didn't have to work for, one of the very few moments that I feel like I didn't have to work for. And it's like, I'm just so happy and thankful to have you in my life. Yeah. My bestie. The feelings mutual. I really do. I'm so happy that you're in my life. And like I said, and like I'll say every freaking day, you ain't going nowhere. So, uh-huh. But yes, I am so thankful. And I'm just thankful for me to... Exactly. <laughs> I'm so thankful because I feel like, like I'm thankful to God that he gave me you. Like, I don't need a man soulmate. I have my husband, but whatever. <laughs> I have him. Just kidding. He knows um, where he, he stands. He knows. He knows. He'll always bring up the fact that me and you used to walk side by side and he would have to stand behind us. He knows. He brings it up all the time. Humble beginnings. Yes. Humble beginnings. Yes. Now he gets to sleep next to you. But I used to do that shit. Yeah. So he... I feel like friendship to me... Like, I'm so thankful that I have my soulmate best friend. Exactly. Men come and go. They're they're there, but we learn the hard way. Friends can never be replaced. Yeah. <laughs> so. There's nothing like the power of a good bestie. Yes. And I, I truly wish that for everybody because it will change your life. Yes, it would. You've shaped my life. You've changed my life. You've enhanced my life. I love you. I love you too. My girl. <laughs> Ring touch. Oh, Hey. <laughs> I love that for us. Well, woo. <laughs> I almost cried three times. I held it in. I held it in. I love that you were counting. I, know. <laughs> I was like, here it goes again. I'm like, no, bring it in, bring it in. Reel her back in. She did great. I feel great. I feel light. I'm just mm-hmm. like, ugh. I hope what people take out of this is just to find people that you can be your most authentic self with mm-hmm. in any and all forms and they they're just there for it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. And shout out to anyone who went to high school with us who's been wondering what happened with us because I did get a few people reach out to me going, hey, what's up with you and Janelle? I can't tell you how many people yes. have asked me like, are you and Kate still friends? Yep. So I hope this answered everyone's questions. I hope you enjoy the hot tea you sipping this whole time. Exactly. And you're welcome. We shared it. We back, baby. And yes. we're not going nowhere. Nope. <laughs> Can we end this on a little I love you? Yes. I love you. I love you too. (laughs)